Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's Accelerate Your Performance podcast. I'm your host, Janet Pilcher. Thanks for having a desire to be your best at work and help your organization achieve success. This podcast is all about actions we can take to improve workplace culture and achieve results. And they're all aligned to our nine principles for organizational excellence. Sometimes you come across an article that hits you as something worth talking about. Bill Murphy's article in Inc. Magazine is one of those for me. It's titled, How Emotionally Intelligent People Use the Mark Twain Rule to Become Exceptionally Persuasive. It's a story about three related things, emotional intelligence, legendary American author Mark Twain, and the art of getting to the point. That piqued my interest, doesn't it, for you? One of the first comments by Murphy is giving the bottom line up front. I love this and need to practice it faithfully. Many times our goal as leaders is to convince others to help us do something to achieve goals, but we tend to undermine our ability to do this in several ways that Murphy points out. First, we fail to articulate the exact objectives of what we're trying to communicate. Second, we get so focused on what we want to say that we neglect to consider how our message will be heard by others. And finally, we muddle directions and meander as we talk so that it winds up being unclear exactly what we're hoping other people will do, what they'll hear, how they'll move forward. We're usually well-intended with our message, yet when we finish talking, we may tend to leave people confused with what we said and what's expected of them. Murphy suggests leaders change their communication habits by focusing on being brief. This is where Murphy brings in Mark Twain with a quote from Twain in a letter he wrote to a friend more than 150 years ago. He wrote something like this, if I had more time, I would have written a shorter letter. Mark Twain was advocating the need to be brief and concise with our communication. Doesn't mean we want to put less time in crafting our message. In fact, we want to spend more time here and less time talking. This could be a change in the way we think as leaders. Think about the messages we give. And do we spend more time talking and less time crafting or more time crafting and less time talking? Coming up with a good message takes time when we use brevity of delivery as a guide. Remember, we want to tie our message to the outcomes we're trying to achieve. On several past episodes, we've talked about starting our communication with the why. I've mentioned on a past episode that it's not starting with our why, it's crafting a message considering the why of our audience. When we're asking people to change and take action, we need to think about what's in it for them. How does what's in it for them help them and their team and the organization? How does that change affect them? That's what people want to know. As leaders, what we consider as a great opportunity may not seem as great to our teams. So let's reposition our thinking. Let's think through why a certain opportunity or change is good for the team. That's the message we craft and communicate. Murphy shares three things to consider when we frame our message from the point of view of the team. I think these three things represent a good check for us as we craft our messages. He suggests considering what the opportunity means for everyone on our team together, what it means 
for individual contributors to the team and what's specifically needed from each person on our team to reach the overall goal. You can see that it takes time to think about communicating from these angles and to craft the right message. We might even segment the thoughts and send shorter messages at different times to keep the message brief and concise. What do we as leaders need to change to communicate brief and concise messages to achieve goals? We need to put time on our calendar for crafting messages. It may take us writing down our thoughts at first and then sifting through those thoughts to determine how to translate the message into one that balances our needs with others' emotions. When people hear something, they first act with emotion to decipher a message. So first think about how the message will make someone feel. We usually have things we want to say, and when we say them, we may lose an opportunity to get the outcome we're trying to achieve. A better approach is to take what we want to say and shift the message into what we truly need to say to reduce confusion and build clarity. We want to craft a message to reduce anxiety as we're working toward changing behavior or calling people to action. In summary, we usually are communicating a message to change behavior or call people to action. Let's always remember that as we start, then calendar some time to craft a brief message. During that time, write down your thoughts, translate those thoughts into what needs to be said with brevity and craft the message thinking about what the opportunity means for everyone on our team together, for the individual contributors and what is needed from each person on the team to reach the goal. Mark Twain once said, remember, I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long one. Yes, it takes more time to communicate with brevity and conciseness, yet the outcomes from the message saves as time. It's a time saver in the long run. Let's take the right amount of time to build those brief messages that we communicate. It will provide our team with great purpose, support them doing worthwhile work, and make a difference in building meaningful relationships that produce excellent results. Thank you for tuning in to Accelerate Your Performance. We invite you to share this episode with others and give us feedback. We always love hearing from you. If you're looking for more resources related to today's episode, head over to Studer, S-T-U-D-E-R, education, E-D-U, C-A-T-I-O-N dot com slash podcast. Look forward to connecting with you next time as we continue to focus on the nine principles for organizational excellence so that we can be our best at work. Have a great week.